What is up, everyone? Welcome to the show, episode one of the Gojira, Gojira, or Gojira <laughs> podcast. If you hail from the lands where the band is from, France. So, where to begin with this band? Honestly, um, if you are familiar with my work on the Mastodon podcast and the Sword podcast. You, I suppose, should have a sense of um, how this, uh, you know, this endeavor is going to sort of play out over the years. Um, it's been sort of long in the making. There's a post actually on the Instagram where you can actually read a bit more about um, my reasoning behind signal boosting uh, the band in this way and um, creating a nice chronicle of uh, literally whenever they just have nothing else to do that day kind of chats um, with the, the band themselves. Um, also, this is my uh, mobile creating studio on my way to work. Um, I'm in Australia here in Canberra, and um, uh, it's this government admin stuff that I do, which is great, plays the bills. But uh, for the rest, my main thing is art that I do, the patterns that you can see, all based on the um, uh, concept in uh, physics and uh, science called... Uh, morphogenesis which is the manner in which nature creates all of her different patterns across different visual contexts so it's the fundamental um, all connecting electricity uh, bioelectricity rather that um, makes it so that you know the capillaries in your eyes um, resemble uh, branches and um, lightning as well you know the way that everything arcs out in that sort of same way it's almost as though they're following the same ley lines uh, predetermined um, pathways along which, yeah, like all forms of nature and creativity um, take shape. So that's kind of my realm uh, within sort of that primary outlet of creativity is, yeah, the ever-shaping, which is just my name for it, really, within what I do, which is the second thing, another component, the second of the three, which is the quantum myth. I, um, uh, in a similar way to the band, um, who are uh, able to kind of, you know, appeal to all different cultures across the world. Um, there's an element of universality to, for example, Mario's art. Um, there's depictions of very basic, timeless, uh, you could almost say um, prehistoric figures and silhouettes. Um, something that every culture, you know, every culture had some form of prehistory to it. And, uh, you know, the cave paintings and such, which is definitely what... Um, Mario's art evokes so that's my uh, thing with the quantum myth is I just Venn diagram all of world mythology onto itself and uh, see what resonates in particular with me and it's just this um, storytelling outlet for that that is uh, just like with um, you know Joseph Campbell made his and, and Jung as well made his studies about these common motifs of the human experience and uh, whatever kind of I suppose like parables or whatever I kind of shape that way uh, storytelling wise that's what I do there and then the third component of what I do is the podcasts which is across about it's coming in close to around 300 or so outlets uh, including the sleep podcast cradle of filth we just um, recorded the first one of that one um, the primary ones uh, where I've had the most conversations um, with the creators is the Mastodon podcast um, with uh, Richie Beckett and uh, Skinner uh, last year and I think the year before that actually I think I spoke with Skinner in 2019 um, and one thing also with the Gojira podcast is we know the band fairly well but uh, 
what will be great is at some point to speak with uh, Gabrielle via Zoom, uh, talk about her sort of um, supporting work to the band and other artists, um, post-artists especially. Um, I spoke with Paul Shipper, who did some art for Star Wars and um, Indiana Jones and stuff. There's actually a wonderful cross-section between poster artists and album artists. Um, I have the Behemoth, who is almost like a sister band in some ways. Um, they have a, an interesting kinship, you know, Nergal and, um, and Joe, that they've toured together and they sort of have each other's backs, even though they have pretty wildly different... Um, I suppose palettes, really. They have some common heaviness aspects to them. But, uh, but yeah, I would say that there's a kinship there whilst being in separate worlds, which is really lovely. And that is sort of kind of weirdly timely relevant to these times, which um, um, I love the rumored title of the record coming up, uh, Fortitude. Um, the excellent Instagram account, uh, Gojira Music Aux, or Aux, <laughs> uh, or, or <laughs> depending on how you pronounce it. Um, I commented recently on one of their posts just expressing my gratitude to all the work that they do for the um, Gojira community. So shout out to them, and uh, I'll be putting links to all these wonderful outlets you can go to and uh, immerse yourself into that Gojira verse. Um, but anyway, so we've gone into a couple of different tangents here, and maybe that's also a little bit of a teaser of the the kind of vibe and if you uh, of the show yeah and if you go and listen to the richie chat uh, we actually en- ended up almost speaking for about three hours because it's just you know before we are musicians before we're any of these public fi- figures uh, we are human and there is often uh, strangely still persistently in entertainment and art a tendency to narrow the conversation just to the you know the immediately obvious like what was it like recording this record blah 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 rather i think yeah the first the first first well if we're going to be super maybe even quasi esoteric about it before we're even human we're like these beings pulsing with light and uh you know, uh, Meshuga once put it this way, you know, incandescent revelations in a world of darkened forms, which we also do the Meshuga podcast, and I'll tell you more about that later. Um, and and so I, I, that's kind of what I did, uh, you can see there in the Richie chat, is like kind of really wind things all the way back, and we talk about health, and we talk about uh, family and uh, nature, and, and that'll be wonderful to sort of explore the 360 of each of these uh, men and uh, Gabrielle and everyone supporting and around the band over time. Uh, it's a very unscheduled, loose, human kind of chronicle, and uh, you can see by the space of time between the... Uh, Skinner and Richie chats, it's, you know, it's literally pending on, you know, how life happens, and life is, is often super-duper filled with things happening, and, um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't even really do it, even if I wanted to, that whole thing of, like, regular episodes, it's, uh, no, <laughs> you gotta honor life first and foremost, so, I guess that also leads me into another thing with, um, maybe there's some questions about, like, why, why a dedicated podcast, well, to, to one band, Here's the thing, um, I, if you follow some of my stuff about Hiyokojima, I did about 70 or so episodes um, on Death Stranding, which, um, and his, just his work overall, but primarily focused on Death Stranding. Little side note, there's some interesting, maybe inadvertent, uh, subconscious connections between Gujira and Death Stranding with, um, yeah, here it comes, ready? Get ready to roll your eyes. Whales, 
<laughs> and um, themes of environmentalism and uh, fucking up the planet. And there's a weird shared kind of creative palette there that I maybe down the line will explore, but I figured I'd mention that as I sort of naturally came across it in um, talking to you guys about it. But, uh, but yeah, what I did with that show is um, I sort of made it a low-key... I'm not a very, like, super forceful dude, but what I, I do with my shows is I'm sort of gentle but firm in my approach, which is to really just, as I said earlier, go 360 with it, you know? Um, and not just... Re- yeah, limit yourself to drilling into some of these shows, for example. Like, there's about... 700 podcasts just about Star Wars and they pass through every tiny minute detail about press releases and it's just exhausting whereas you know I I just looked out on the landscape of this format which lends itself so well to naturally free-flowing kind of organic conversational discoveries between kindred people and I didn't see a Gojira podcast and see Mastodon podcast, Tool podcast and they're all set up there all in the making and it's that again third third creative component but if you want to call it like a strange art installation experiment or whatever but the outcome the byproduct is going to be hopefully something that a good majority hopefully of uh, people will find interesting and enriching particularly diving into Christian and Mitch who um, aren't as uh, public facing as uh, Mario and Joe so if you notice my twangs, it's because uh, I actually lived in Italy for a while, pretty close to France, and any, like Mario, I had a, uh, a school, <laughs> I'm still in touch with him though, uh, old, um, like one of my oldest friends, um, uh, Mario Marconi, he's, uh, he's rad, him and his sister Laura, we uh, would, I just only spent about two years there, for the rest I've just been uh, an Australia baby my whole life, but um, yeah, in a very different way to like Australian youth. Um, there's this thing in Europe where you just go out, like, as kids. It was like, I don't know, maybe it was because it was the 90s, too. But, um, yeah, I, we just used to go out for ice cream and just, like, wander around. It's just, I don't know if that's changed or anything, but, yeah. So, Tangents and Reveries is, is uh, the name of the game. With the shows, however, we do, um, you'll see in the... Uh, Skinner chat as well is that we orbit these subject matters, but we we mosey our way along some roughly loose structure. I mean that goes for any if you're like hanging out with friends or whatever. It's you're not you know specifically aiming to be random. Is you just find out where things naturally flow. So so yeah, to Christian and um, and Mitch will be lovely to speak with. I actually have so many questions for Mitch about uh, mountain biking, which I also love doing i'm hiking as you can hear i like to hike wherever i can (laughs) um you know first of all uh, you might be like oh yeah environmentalist it's like okay well uh, also (laughs) it's it's cheaper bro (laughs) you know you're not taking the the bus which is you know it's also more hygienic i guess because public transport although public transport is amazing and you can take some measures and so much better for the environment um that way definitely advisable over just walking sorry um driving just with one person in a in a car so i I have a conscientiousness about that it won't be um a dominant component but it will be a very prominent component of the show as it is for gojira right so 
Another reason why I do the twang uh, when I say Langojira is because um, I'm very close to the Monsterverse as well. I do the Monsterverse podcast. The Monsterverse on Twitter is, is um, the handle. And uh, just like that, I people... It's interesting. That's another thus far unexplored and very curious connection is there's these two areas of subject matter, which is uh, this band, this French band very powerful very spiritual in some ways ser- like very serious about what they do um they're also very playful off stage it's uh, almost like a tool and mastodon they take themselves not so seriously uh, but they take their work very seriously which is beautiful i think that's what sort of connects those three bands in a way those three also are definitely in my like top five ten you know bands of all time i i tend to allocate that based on um, you know, the universality, how much like, how much of the human experience and like just the whatever ex- ex- experience of existence can one band cover? And Gojira set their sights artistically and thematically very universal, but, but not to the detriment of being able to really emote to the music and ground to it. Like Joe once described, um, you know, he, he screams now where earlier it was, he was sort of screaming as like a jackal, like a young man, like, ah, but now he screams as like a protective, like mama bear. Like he's, he's simply shifted gears, but it's still this protective and cathartic experience. Um, there's, uh, we're going to have, you know, close up, um, analysis stuff on each of the dudes and, uh, you know, pass through interviews and stuff and see if we can, um, I don't even think it'll be a doubt. I'm sure we will find. And again, it's a weird way of like, for me as well, formalizing this process and sort of bringing you all along on my kind of, you know, research (laughs) and like chronicle. So if that's kind of your vibe, feel free. Yeah. Like welcome, welcome. You know, in that sense, that'll be rad. Um, I can definitely see, for example, with, um, uh, anecdotes is going to be part of it, obviously. Like, uh, um, you know, speaking with uh, Christian about the fire incident, maybe down the line, who knows, getting details on that. But again, what details are there? I'm sure he, um, he seems to be, um, I do the whole, uh, Meisberg stuff. So we'll probably riff a bit on that and introversion, extroversion kind of thing. Um, they all seem fairly introverted. Mario is curious because, um, there's elements to him of extroversion. But uh, he seems a pretty inwardly dwelling kind of dude. Uh, they all they all have a very... Yeah, I'm also fascinated from like an anthropological point of view, a psychological point of view about... Uh, and I'll down the line with Bastardon as well, riff with them about this is the idea of, um, you know, sharing your life in this way, which is um, for most people, the experience of um, spending your life, uh, sharing it with... Uh, like that core group of um, fellow aged, you know, uh, fellow like-minded folks, you know, that you just spend giant swaths of time with. It's very unusual. Like you have have friend groups in non-band life and non-musician life. But it, uh, I would definitely say that um, it's very unique. It's a very unique psychological kind of experience that isn't um, something that most people do. Uh, they have their friend groups, and um, not to belabor it, but um, we'll touch on it here and there. I'll, I think it might be kind of curious to, you know, and analyze, maybe just riff a bit on the energetics of that. It's like, um, 
Uh, and again, I, I, what's weird, like, I sort of always see things on in order. So the, the order in which I see things is like, you guys are just orbiting each other's lives as these kind of positivity spreading, you know, it's obviously extremely creative, but I think first and foremost, what typifies Gojira's music is the, the nature honoring, the deference to nature. Uh, and I, for many, many years, over two decades, I think, I've had a sense to me of knowing that no matter what kind of trappings and complexities of the human experience, like us in our brains, these evolved sapiens, we um, get ourselves into trouble, we overanalyze, overthink, and the first alliance, almost, not, not almost, really, literally, our first uh, connection is to just nature, and we are nature, um, and that's not some hippy-dippy thing, it's actually very solace-bringing, you know, uh, it means we can... It means we have a pillow behind us at all times. We can just fall back and say, you know what? And that's uh, something I would actually maybe even call Gojira the soundtrack to falling backwards and getting caught and like letting nature kind of catch you and remind you and cradle you and hold you, you know, uh, and reassure you that what you're going through is, uh, is a timeless thing. Literally, like, you've heard it, you've seen it, probably read it, the idea of uh, nothing ever being created or destroyed, simply changing shape, so in that sense, makes you and I just facets of the cosmos, like human-shaped lights and human-shaped universes, right? Um, and uh, I, I, since we're in that sort of sphere now of subject matter, the, um, uh, I saw a documentary in 2008, which kind of crystallized this for me. Uh, I'll see if I can condense it. So basically, they took the genetic kind of the you know, the DNA strand, and they looked at the parabola of the DNA strand, and it has a tangible mathematical measurement, like our cell structure, you know, it has a certain, you know, measurable arc of some kind, it's like you can measure it, um, it's, it's pretty densely packed, it's a densely backed spiral, and then they took uh, the electromagnetic signal of a human being experiencing joy versus one experiencing fear. And the fear signal is this very stretched out, drawn out, languid thing, which is, almost looks like a, yeah, like this sort of, like a, a limp spring, you know, a spring that's been taut for too long. Uh, whereas the joy signal is this tightly packed together spiral. <laughs> and so they laid the two over themselves, the human. DNA. They laid that Venn diagram style, as I mentioned earlier, um, over the electromagnetic signal of a human being experiencing joy, and they found they matched perfectly. <laughs> and so that was a moment for me in 2008 of, I had suspected that there was a, a reason why like we our bodies heal, you know, when we get hurt. It's like, why? The body doesn't owe us anything. Why? Why is there this imperative and this, you know, obligation to heal and, and live in that positivity sphere? What's the, you know, what is the, like, who said we had to do that? And it's like, well, there was never anyone who said anything. It's simply who we are. There was never an order given. It's simply what we evolved into. And uh, sure, we may have our comprehension of all things, um, you know, restricted by our vessels i mean restricted is also framing you could see it as restrictive or you could see it as the fact that yeah as as far as lemurs who wear clothes go we're doing pretty well and we 
we can conceive of larger things, we might not be able to become the cosmos, you know, uh, <laughs> and have that omniscience. Shout out to my Bloodborne people, which I do the Bloodborne podcast too. It was actually the first episode of the main show. Uh, we dive into that sort of um, macro-micro of uh, the human experience. Is what, what, what can we... Um, what can we theme our lives after and uh, make it so that at the end of the day and that at the end of our lives we've lived something significant and meaningful. And my adage is Honor the Vessel, which is a song actually that I've uh, been um, slowly tinkering at, at the... I do a band, it's, it's Epistep. Um, and uh, very experimental, very kind of almost um, so experimental uh, and that's not like to like talk it up or anything it's just it's in this, in this ether space where it's especially during covid it's it's tough to kind of get people together and stuff for it but um to honor the vessel is is to uh again do that gojira-esque thing of just falling back and letting nature catch you and um and realizing that yeah there's a there's a pre-programming there is a a ley line invisible paths you know uh you could even say like fingerprints and handprints everywhere you you will place your hand is someone's placed their hand there before thematically you know um every experience you'll have is within the the realm of what your ancestors have experienced and there's a solace to that you know and uh everything you are came before and was before and will be again because we just change shape you know so in terms of just to zoom back out now on onto the with the upcoming record and everything um the symbols i want to talk about that because um you know i i do symbol craft i've been immersed in it and since 2005 i a private you know um you can call them entanglements you can call them pattern works shapescapes i i, I am fully plugged into the idea of how mankind communicated before language and uh, the primality, the, the primordial qualities, they are in that sphere. They've set themselves almost like in the video for another world. It's, they've uh, almost as researchers, they've just chosen their field and their field is humanity, but with an emphasis on primal universal humanity. You know, what, uh, what connects us beyond language and beyond thought, like this, these inherent instinctive things, you know, and that's reflected in their song title choices and lyric choices and definitely what lends them their universality and, to get uh, meta about it, what makes them very, very rewarding to uh, do dives into in this way, which with a podcast, it's the, really suits that format and rewards closer viewing, you know, I've found that with Dune, I do the Dune podcast stuff as well as you can just meditate really conversationally with people and with myself um on these uh, universals and the episode with actually um with skinner was called expressing universals i've just retitled it just to his name so people can find the episode sooner but um the reason why you might be like well you've certainly uh, you know orbited this topic of universality a while it's uh, it's well it's because it bears it bears orbiting it bears reiterating um one thousand percent will be looking at uh, band related anecdotes and uh even some i mean i'm not a musician but uh i write lyrics i sing um 
and I like to dive into the symbolism and um, the creative kind of, and also I do visual like uh, album art stuff. I've done some album art for some bands here in Canberra, and uh, I enjoy hearing people talk about the tech side. So I'll never reject that if we go into talking about music craft. But uh, I suppose just over the course of this. Um, Pretty brief recording. We'll keep this one to uh, maybe to the 30-minute mark or 25-minute mark to get a sense of uh, what the emphasis will be for me. Clearly, just to sort of state it definitively, certainly it'll be within the creative sphere, but uh, beneath that, and probably primarily, it'll be the human experience aspect. Um, and uh, yeah, diving into tangential subject matter, really exploring the humanity, the. Um, those components where it's like, I don't know, it's maybe why you won't get someone like like Loudwire or um, Metal Sucks or Metal Injection. Uh, they And that's fine. Like, those outlets are very music-related and they have shorter videos and they have to kind of keep things in that realm of uh, whatever, easy to, easy to create, like, headlines for or whatever. Um, and uh, just for this, though, it'll just be what it'll be. Uh, human beings just riffing and exploring all kinds of tangents and yeah kindred kindred spirits vibing and that'll be rad actually another thing i want to say is we have all the wonderful international dedicated um gojira community folks so i'll be reaching out to them over time because of the magic of zoom and uh the internet we can connect and sort of swap it's like you know we can have uh, the for example gojira poland who are amazing on instagram they are great. I, I have ancestry in Poland, so that'll be rad. Chat with them. And Vajira uh, Bulgaria also. For me, it's the ones who it's like when I'm tagging people, is they pop up first. <laughs> and I'm like, we're a fucking awesome. A Gujira Italia would be great because, you know, I grew up there a bit, two years. Um, but yeah, Gujira France as well would be fucking rad. Um, as a little kind of maybe community question, maybe just also. Uh, we've already maybe like slowly melted the ice no ice breaking or whatever with me it's just just vibe things out but uh maybe if you want in comments or whatever just you know gojira came up in the 90s they did i kind of want you to i don't know if it's going to be phrased in a question or whatever but in the 1998 gojira movie godzilla movie rather there's there was a, a big french presence with uh, jean renault uh and and like there was there were not weirdly prominent, but they just were straight up like prominent within the plot of the movie. And there's a weird, uh, it's like a black hole of discussion. It's like no one really talks about that. It's, it's you know, maybe a coincidence or whatever, but uh, that'll be something down the line. I have certain questions, um, like with the Sword podcast, for example, when I spoke with Richie, sorry, when I spoke with Brian. Uh, easy mistake, because Richie Beckett, and then you have Brian Richie from the Sword, so hey. They also know each other and they also love each other, by the way. They're, they're bros, I, I dig that. Um, you know, I have a question for JD for that one, which is simply, like, there's a line from the record, which is, uh, Spectres sunk around the sunken city of the Saurians. It's a very evocative and, you know, alliteration tactic lyric, but I kind of want to straight up ask him and say, hey, so is that, like, that's referring to this one sunken city and this one Warhammer thing, right? And whatever i'll just like finally be able to feel that so i actually posted you might actually be listening to this from the reddit post which is if you have a question for the band so mine to them will be hey so what was what do you reckon of that just 
feel free to riff on whatever if it's simply a coincidence we can shut it down <laughs> just move on to other things but if good if, if joe or christian have are like yeah you you wouldn't believe it it's like this is something that happened and oh we have a story about that and this is blah 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 like that could be right so again it won't just all be super heavy <laughs> existential stuff it'll it'll be i i like the idea of uh balance things out you know um it's what i do with my kind of art i suppose if you call them uh you know the shapescapes that i do is there's a sense of image balancing to them uh and it's kind of how i like to do my best at least hopefully i don't go on too many yeah you don't want the you don't, you don't want the image to be too extreme in any direction not to the point of being boring or anything but um you want it to be balanced out and uh that'll be rad to whether it's the subject matters we go between you know to spend equal time on on all of them um or if it's a matter of balancing airwaves between guests and stuff i want to hear so many stories really like this is also going to be a wonderful chronicle for that i see what i mean folks it's like look at all the things we can like around the band like and like just having people come on and be like hey i have this whole story about how gojira helped me or when i went to this gojira gig with so-and-so family member or i met so-and-so there and uh hey my wife and i met there or my partner and i went, met there through the band etc like there's a lot there's a lot there so all of these directions hopefully i've given a bit of a preview of that so but anyway folks we've got a leaf blower coming up don't want to put you through that take good care um it's been wonderful connecting with you all, even in this monodirectional way. Uh, looking forward to future entries on this uh, lovely chronicle. So be well, take care, and until next time, bye for now.